The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel.
you, Jesus. His truth is marching on. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Now this I say, and declare in the Lord, you are no longer to walk as the other Gentiles walk in the nonsense of their mind, having been darkened in the understanding, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance existing in them, because of the hardness of their heart, who, having ceased from feeling shame, gave themselves over to immorality for the practice of every impurity in greed for more. But you learn not the Christ in this way. If indeed you heard him, you were taught by him just as the truth is in Jesus, that you are to put off once and for all concerning the former way of life, the old man, the one being depraved according to the desires of delusion, and to be new again in the spirit of your mind, and to put on the new man, the one having been created in conformity with God, in righteousness, holiness, and truth. There's a tree of life, and there's the tree of self, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We must decide which tree we will feast from. You cannot feast from both. If you feast from one, you will be unable to go to the other. Which tree are you feasting from? Jesus said in Matthew, the 16th chapter, I'll begin with verse 24. If anyone wills to come after me, he must deny himself, must take up his cross, and must follow me. For whoever may win his life will lose it. But whoever may lose his life for my sake will find it. For what does a man profit if he may gain the whole world and may suffer the loss of his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man is destined to come in the glory of his Father with his angels and then he will reward each one according to his activity. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. Thank you for joining us today. Let's pray. Lord, as we come now to this time of Scripture, I'm asking that you would open our hearts and our minds 
and that we would choose very clearly to deny ourselves, to take up our cross and to follow you. Lord, Lord, we know these are not just words. These demand actions on our part. Actions that will perhaps put us in direct conflict with those we even love the most. Lord, would you come today? Would you teach us in this broadcast what you want us to be and how you want us to operate? In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. The title of this broadcast is, O God, give us a backbone. Give us the courage, O God, to stand up and be counted for the kingdom of God. The light is growing brighter. The darkness is becoming darker. And you must choose which you will be. Now God came as the Midianites rushed in on the land of Israel because they had walked in ways that were evil before the Lord. We find the story in the sixth chapter of Judges. Gideon is struggling to thresh some, some wheat in the wine press down off the mountain. He's trying to hide from the Canaanites and the, the Moabites. An angel comes. It was actually the pre-incarnate Jesus. Yesterday I shared how he brought that offering how the Lord told him to go in the strength he had and to deliver Israel. He knew he couldn't do that. He knew he had no strength. But the Lord said, I will go with you. Now for the Lord to go with us requires that we give up ourself. The most important part of what you hear today is simply this. If you're unwilling to give up your self-life, you cannot be a disciple of Jesus Christ. It's that simple. There's no compromise here. The gospel calls you to give up your self-life. If you don't, the Lord will not go with you to do what he's called you to do. Now, I want to show you several things. Gideon is so pleased when the Lord says to him, Peace, do not be afraid. You're not going to die. As the Lord has received his offering, as the Lord has said, I will go with you. He's so pleased that he built an altar to the Lord there, and he calls it, The Lord is peace. Well, where is he? He's down in the valley. He's hidden away. He's safe. And so now he can enjoy the presence of God, hidden away. Nobody needs to know. Nobody needs to see. Oh, God. 
Give Gideon a backbone. Give your church a backbone. It's time to stop hiding out in the church building. Maybe that's why God allowed the church building to be closed. It's time to stand up and be counted and take the actions God calls us to take. So what are those actions? Let's look and see very specifically. Gideon goes to bed that night. He's awakened. And the Lord said to him, this is in the sixth chapter of Judges, beginning in verse 25. The same night the Lord said to him, that is, the same night he built his hidden altar where he was safe, where no one would know what he had done, the Lord said to him, Take the second bull from your father's herd, the one seven years old, that is, a fully mature and totally valuable bull. Tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole. What is the Asherah pole? The lie in that day in Israel is that Yahweh, the great God of heaven, had a wife. And that wife's name was Asherah. This is the fertility goddess, the mother fertility goddess. They said it was the wife of God. And so it involved unclean practices, sexual practices, flesh-pleasing practices. And Baal is... He's the God of prosperity. He controls the lightning and the rain. The crops need the rain. So they appealed to Baal to offer sacrifices on his altar. And they have right beside it the, the fertility goddess. And the Lord said, Tear down your father's altar to Baal. Cut down the Asher pole. Then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on the top of this height. In other words, get out of the valley. Come up where you can be seen, where people will know who you are and what you stand for. That happens every time I come on this radio broadcast. I say to you, the Midianites have rushed into our land. They are burning cities in Wisconsin, in Portland, in Chicago, in New York City, Minneapolis, Washington, D.C. They paint the streets with their slogans for their foreign gods, for their wickedness. And America today is being torn apart by these Midianites who have come in like a flood into our land. And the Lord is angry. For he founded America. He intended that America would be a light on a hill. A safe haven for the nations. As one man who escaped from Cuba said, 
I came to America because it was free. Where do I go if America becomes a communist nation? If socialism rules the day in America, where do I go? It's the last free place in America. Is the last free place in the world. With tears. He's right. And yet because of our wickedness, because of our rich self-life, the Midianites have had a free hand. The Midianites in our media, the Midianites in our government, and the Midianites on our streets. And their goal is to fundamentally change America. We even had a Midianite in the White House. Praise God, he's gone. He and his wife and their kin. But the land has to be cleansed. The land has to be purged. But when God's people are down in the valley offering their little sacrifices before God, singing their little songs to Jesus, while their homes are filled with Midianite idols and Asherah poles and altars to Baal, how's that going to help? No, God tells Gideon, Tear down your father's altar to Baal. Cut down the Asherah pole. Then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on the top of this height. Now he was to use the wood of the Asherah pole that he cut down. He's to burn it with that second bull. Now, what would that look like in your life and in mine? Well, one of the things it might look like is where you decide that your home is a sacred place. And for you and your family, you will serve the Lord. And you will make that the criteria for anyone who desires to be in your home that you will not have anyone living in your home who is not serving the Lord God Almighty. Joshua said, For me and for my house, we will serve the Lord. What if you took the television, the family altar to modernism, what if you took the television and hauled it outside and put it in the trash? What if you took all of the game, the video games? One wife said to me, I don't like that my husband always is playing these boxing video games. They're so violent. Well, wife... What would happen if at night you took all of those boxing videos and put them in the trash? Oh, there would be an upset in the family, wouldn't there? 
What if you said no more wicked movies in our house? Clean the house. Get rid of these pornographic videos. What if you did a sweep of your house and you said, the altar to Baal is ended today. I'm done with it. What if you cut down the Asherah pole of wickedness, everything that is standing against the Lord in your life? What if you cleaned your car out? What if you turned off the world and the flesh and the devil and said, I will only have Jesus Christ? Remember, the Apostle Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. Galatians, the third chapter. Do you really want to follow Jesus? Or do you just want to have a nice sentimental little deal down in the valley? Your altar down in the valley. Or do you want to follow Jesus because Jesus is headed up to the top of the hill and he's calling you to put an altar there? To defy, to defy the Moabites. To defy Midian. The Midianites have to go. The Canaanites. The Moabites, they all have to go. They can't be a part of the house of God. No, in great love and compassion. What if you said, enough's enough, I'm done. I was asked by a gentleman, Pastor, is it wrong for me to smoke a cigar? I answered, is it wrong to be a glutton? Is it wrong to be way overweight? Is it wrong to pig out on ice cream? Is it wrong to harm your body? Well, yes, it is. It's all sin. But let's not just point the finger at the other man. Let's look at ourselves. That's why my prayer this morning in the prayer closet was, Oh God, give me a backbone. What if you went through your closet and you simply dumped out everything that was not modest, everything that was drawing attention to yourself. What if you said, I'll no longer live for myself, I will live for Jesus and Jesus alone. So God tells Gideon, cut down, cut down the the assure pull, the sensual, the unclean. Do you go on the internet? Do you go to the pornography? 
the Lord is saying, cut down the Asherah pole. Are you worshiping at the altar of Baal? One man I listened to for a few moments as he was talking about how he trades, he said, I only think about money. Day and night, I only think about money. His passion is money. Another man's passion is fishing. Another man's passion is acclaim, success, being somebody. Another man's passion is boxing. Another man's passion is working out at the gym. All passions of the flesh that rise up in our hearts. All worshiping at the altar of Baal. So now the Lord says, cut it down and build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on the top of this height. You can only build a proper altar to God on the top of the hill where it's public. So Gideon, this, this just cuts me to the heart. Gideon took 10 of his servants and he did as the Lord told him. Yes, Gideon is doing what God has told him to do, but because he was afraid of his family and the men of the town, he did it at night rather than the daytime. What are we going to do? All right, God, I'll do what you tell me to do, but I'm going to do it at night where nobody sees. I'm not going to go out and put myself on the line and say, I am going to worship the Lord God of heaven. Do you really want to follow Jesus? Come on, be honest. Have you publicly allowed people to know that you are a servant of the Most High God? One dear sister said she took a cross. She's very shy. Took a cross in the American flag and walked down through the town took every bit of courage she had I applaud her such courage we don't have to do that but what is God asking you to do to stand up and say I am a follower of Jesus Christ and I support I support Jesus I am his servant. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to pretend that I'm like everybody else. I'm not like everybody else. I'm not like other Gentiles. I serve the almighty God of heaven. I'm not going to cheat or lie. I'm not going to steal. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to gossip. I'm going to walk clean by the power of the blood. 
Who are you? Do you really want to follow Jesus? Will you ask Jesus to give you a backbone? In the morning when the men of the town got up, there was Baal's altar. Maybe they went to offer an early morning offering. It was demolished. The Asherah pole beside it cut down and a bull sacrificed on a newly built altar to the living God of heaven. And immediately they began to question, who did this? They're angry. That altar was the town's altar. It was on Gideon's father's property, but it was the town altar. They all used it. It was on top of the hill. Who did this? They had to carefully investigate. And finally, one of the ten men, probably, or one of the family members, whispered it was Gideon, son of Joash. He did it. The men of the town demanded of Joash, Bring out your son. He must die because he has broken down Baal's altar and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. Do you understand? They had completely united the worship of Almighty God with the worship of prosperity. Sound familiar? That's what the American church has done. That's what the mega churches have done across this land. They have married Baal and Yahweh with Jesus. They've said we're Christians. But they bring in all the entertainment. They bring in the darkness. They have their big concerts and charge big bucks. They're more of a business than they are a ministry. And then ministries sell out and go to the stock market. They have gone to Baal, to the prosperity god. And then they've touched it up with the mother goddess. We're the friendliest church in town everybody's welcome here. Can I tell you everyone is not welcome in church? The only ones that are welcomed into the church are the ones who are willing to hear the gospel and allow Jesus Christ to wash them clean and leave their life of sin and wickedness. The church is called to be a holy people. Everyone is not welcome to come to church and pretend. No, it's a place where sin is exposed, where sin is uncovered, where sin is repented of, and men and women become new creatures in Christ Jesus. The Midianites should not be comfortable in church. But frankly, the church today in America has been filled with Midianites. They serve on the boards, they preach in the pulpits. They're ravaging the body of Christ. I don't mean to get all worked up about it, 
but I know it's true, and it breaks my heart. They say he must die. If you're a pastor, cut down the Asherah pole, tore down the altar to Baal, to money, and said, we're going to seek Jesus Christ, and we're going to cry out, and we're going to repent. Would your church rise up and say, you're out of here, preacher. I sat in a beautiful mega church some years ago, Charlottesville. Oh, I sat in that church. I watched the pastor with humility on Passover Sunday weep with his congregation. Shortly after that, I heard that the board had held a secret meeting and they fired this founding pastor. Why? Because this beautiful new church structure, three balconies, escalators, huge sanctuary, that Passover service, the sanctuary was, it was full, but the balconies were empty. They fired their pastor because they said, we need a better pastor, a younger man, who can attract more attention, who will know how to entertain, who will know how to do the program in such a way that we'll be crowded with new members. They fired him. They were wicked. They were worshipers of Baal. They were not of the living God of heaven. This man and his wife left brokenhearted and joined the Billy Graham Association. It breaks my heart. I love Joash, Gideon's father. He was not a true worshiper of God. He was also involved in the mother goddess, the wife of of God that they called her. Also, he offered offerings at the altar of Baal. But when this took place, he knew his son was right. And he said to the crowd, are you going to plead Baal's cause? Are you trying to save him? Whoever fights for him shall be put to death by morning. If Baal is God, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. And everybody backed off. Finally, a man with backbone. Now all the Midianites, the Amalekites, the other eastern people joined forces and they crossed over the Jordan and camped in the valley of Jezreel. Now, please let me say this. There's only one way to deal 
with the Midianites and the Amalekites and the Moabites and all the ites that have come to invade your land, to destroy your home, to destroy your life. There's only one way to deal with them. And that is by shoving them out. By law and order. There's only one way to deal with what's happening in America today. And that is for the church to rise up and get a backbone and say enough is enough. We're done with this. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to do that in your own home? Are you willing to do that in your own life? Are you willing to begin to shut out the world from your heart? Are you willing to begin to deny yourself and take up your cross and follow Jesus and no longer be a part of the club and the dance and the wicked movies and the violence of our age? Are you willing to turn aside from the entertainment of this day? Are you willing to get rid of the Midianites or do you love them? Do you sympathize with them? It's time to get rid of the Midianites. Oh, pastor, that's prejudice. No, it's not. It's going back to the foundation of America where all men are free to worship as they choose. All men are free to come before Almighty God. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness under the law. America was never meant to be for immoral people. America and the Constitution of the United States is for a moral people, a people who have righteous principles, a people who worship Almighty God, a people who humble their hearts before Him and deny themselves and take up their cross and follow after Jesus. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to do a house cleaning and a computer cleansing? Are you willing to get rid of the instruments of technology that bring you darkness to your heart and fire your passions for wickedness? Are you willing to say, no, enough, I will not go there. I am a servant of the Most High God. I worship the Almighty. Are you willing to go there? It's time. America is in desperate trouble because our land is being ravaged. It's time to go back to work. It's time to meet and worship. It's time to do what we know is right. 
It's not time to cower in fear down in the valley. It's time to build the altar of God up on the height to proclaim his name, to say, I am a servant of the Most High God and I will defend liberty and justice for every man and every woman. I will not buy into racism, whether it's white on black or black on white. I will not buy into racism between the Koreans and the black or the Japanese and the Chinese. I will not buy into racism for we are all equal before God. It's time to blow the trumpet and to call solemn assemblies. It's time for God's people to come together and loudly proclaim, we repent before Almighty God for our compromise with darkness and we will serve Jesus and Jesus alone. I love this sign. It's a political sign. It's red and white. It says, 2020, Jesus. Jesus must take the lead in America again. This nation was founded for people coming from Europe to worship Jesus in the way they chose. Now, we've welcomed people from every nationality as we should. But let's be clear. We are a melting pot. We are not to divide racially. We are to be one people under God. Indivisible for liberty and justice for all. It's time to blow the trumpet in Zion. It's time to summon God's people to come and repent. It's time for us as God's people to deny ourselves, to take up the cross, follow Jesus some of you listen non-stop to Christian radio and you can argue eloquently the theology but where are you risking everything to build an altar to God on the height of the mountain? cutting down the Asherah pole, cutting down the altar to Baal in your life and in your family's life? Where in your community will you stand up and say, I am a Christian and I will not bow my knee to Baal. I will not bow my knee to prosperity. 
the Lord my God is my provision. Seek first the kingdom of God, that is his royal authority. Seek first the royal authority of God over your life. And then seek his righteousness, his innocence, his straightness. Don't compromise. And all these things that the pagans run after, food, clothing, shelter, we all need that. Jesus said, I'll add all of that to you if you will build your altar on the mountaintop and not down in the valley. Stand up and be counted. Stand up and be counted. Oh, my brother, my sister, we're in trouble. The Midianites are ravishing our land. And they're going to continue until we go into the presence of Almighty God and repent and get right with Jesus. Will you do that today? Will you examine your life and your habits, your practices, your use of money, your use of time? Will you examine the way you deal with people? Will you examine your life situation and will you say, Lord Jesus, I give it all to you. I will deny myself, I take up my cross and I do it on the height of the mountain where it's visible to everyone. And then will you repent before the Lord and humbly bow your head and plead with him to come and save your land if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and repent, turn away from their wicked ways and I will heal their land. The Moabites are going to have to be prayed out. And then whatever actions the Lord calls us to take, we will have to take. Where we stand up in our communities and we say, enough, no more, leave. You can't do this to our city. You can't burn our city. You can't, destroy our businesses. Oh God. Oh God, give us a backbone. Give the American church a backbone, Jesus. Give we who are pastors a backbone, Jesus, to finally stand up and say enough is enough. I'm not going to bow to tyranny one more day. I am going to worship the Lord God of heaven out in the open. I am going to be seen as a servant of the Most High God. Lord, I know you'll speak to each person. You'll instruct each person according to what you would have them do. 
But Lord, I know it has to begin first in the hearts and minds of each Christian person who will get their own house clean, who will clean their computers and their cars and their games, who will put aside their lust for money and food and fame, for all the passions of the flesh, and will say, Jesus is Lord. Lord, would you do that? Would you begin that work of repentance in my brother and sister? Would you do it in my heart? I need a backbone, Jesus. And I know you alone are the only one who can give a man a backbone to stand up and say, enough is enough. For people will say, let's kill him. Oh, Lord. Give us courage. I pray for every person listening today who is filled with fear, who wants to do it secretly and at night where nobody will know. Lord, don't let us walk that way any longer. Don't let us be hidden Christians, but make us very public with kindness, with gentleness, with mercy, with long-suffering, but public. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Well, you've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm so glad you joined today. We are in trouble. And whether you know it or not, you're in trouble. We've got to come and get everything squared away with Jesus and then pray through until he gives us direction on what the next step is. We need solemn assemblies. I'd love to hear from you. You can write to me at the National Prayer Chapel Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. Again, that's the National Prayer Chapel. Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. Or as we come down to the end of the month and you'd like to help, you can go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. You can click on the upper right-hand corner on the Donate button, and it will open a page where you can give as the Lord directs you for the work of the gospel for the National Prayer Chapel. I pray that as this radio broadcast has gone forth, it has quickened your heart that the arrows of the Holy Spirit have, have made impact on your heart and that you will examine yourself before a holy and righteous God. And 
my brother, my sister, I love you. I pray God's blessing for you. I pray you will come in the power of the Spirit and cut down the Asherah pole and tear down the altar of Baal in your life and in your church and in your community. God bless you. I'll talk to you soon.